Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting the outstanding John Fries. He's the founder and CEO of MySkin, a skin tracking app he created out of the desire to better help his partner navigate her high risk for skin cancer. Knowing that paper-based skin mapping was outdated and hard to routinize, John turned to digital health technologies to bring individual and full body skin mapping to a place where users can easily make self-examinations a part of their health routine. John leads a team of technologists and clinical advisory team members while fulfilling his dream of ending skin cancer by 2040. He holds a master's of sciences from the University of Copenhagen, where he is speaking to us from. And so with that, I want to welcome you to the podcast, John. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Saul. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And so, John, you know, the, the work you're doing is super important. And, and so before we dive into my skin and, and how you guys are, are really adding value to healthcare, tell us about you. What, what is it that interests you in, in healthcare and why does that light your spark? Um, I, I shouldn't take too much time, but it's uh, basically it's a personal challenge. Me and my wife, Ricky, my partner, Ricky, uh, we has, she had had 12 moles removed from her skin and her dermatologist always kind of saying, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of good at diagnosing, I'm catching these and I'm good at assessing them. But at the end of the day, you need to be very observant on what is happening on your skin. So you actually need to pay attention, create awareness around this. And I came home and she has like maybe 50 plus moles on the skin and it's not trivial to actually get an overview of what's happening on the skin. And, and since I was her closest relative, she was, I, I got the responsibility. So basically, I coming out from a, a master's degree in mathematics from the universities, being an IT entrepreneur for almost two decades, I knew there was a lot of things you could do in order to make this process efficient, convenient, and supporting people around the world with convenient technology in the hands of the patients or the consumer on the smartphone. So on that behalf, we started the company. And I can also add to that, but that I have two parents, both of them are doctors. So I kind of knew healthcare. And I also uh, knew that it was really interesting because a lot of people deploy technology for clinicians, for the healthcare industry on the inner side. What we actually did, we deployed some technology to the patients so that they become the best version of themselves. I love it. Yeah, you know, it's critical. And, you know, dermatology is one of those practices that, for example, if you're in a rural area, you know, it's it's difficult to get access to these type of things. Their appointments are, I mean, you try to get on a dermatologist's office, forget about it. It's two, three months, right? And so access is a big issue. So tell us a little bit, John, about how your company, MySkin, 
is adding value to the healthcare consumer. You already started it. It's a pleasure for me to do because I had so many interviews with dermatologists. And what you're saying it is, is take two some some areas two to four months to get an appointment. In the worst parts of of the globe, it's it's over twelve months. So basically, if you put more jobs, more things that the dermatologist should do at the office, he simply doesn't have the time. But if you could see the patient with the highest need, if the patient come more educated, if the patient has opportunity to look after themselves in a different way, so that when they come and see them and he sees the patient at the right time, basically putting the hands and the effort and the investment that in time that somebody has to do in order to create images and take images in a convenient way. If you put that in the hands of the patients, the patient become more clever. The patient become more, uh, creates some more awareness about their own skin and they take more objective, good decision based on objective information instead of subjective uh, feelings. And that integrates into the healthcare. If you share these images with the healthcare, you are both in like a telecommunication and a telehealth mode, you can amplify and bolster the the outcome of the clinicians here. But at the same time, the majority of the task, the time-consuming part of the task, is with the patients at home, in between consultations, to actually improve outcomes when you see the clinician. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, very well said. John and and you know one of the things that we struggle with is this the way that the that the health system is is structured and you know so when a patient or a person right when we have this this technology in our hands it enables us to be more educated about you know our health and we don't have to wait for those 3 to 4 to 5 months 12 months I didn't even know that 12 months in some areas so talk to us a little bit about how this data now that you have it and it's objective through my skin like, tell us a little bit about how that can help them care for themselves and maybe an example of how, how you've been able to uh, improve outcomes with that. We have, we have plenty of users coming back. I must say that this, we, we don't, just to be sure that everybody understands, we don't do any diagnostic. We do, don't do assessments on images, but okay. we're basically supporting people with the images and the structure of the information so that people can look for these changes themselves. It's not trivial to kind of capture the information. One of our features is actually placing the phone on the table and you stand in front of it. It then takes automatically all the images you need to have so you can see how things are changing over time. And this way you take control. So we had users reaching out to us just saying because they, you should basically use the technology to get together with the clinician for, for best outcome. So they're using these images to come in and talk to the doctor say, have you seen these changes I've had on my ear or on my back? And the doctor has immediately, some of the users have reached out to us that just basically said that I've never had the capability to see these changes. And as soon as I came to the doctor, he looked at the image and said, is that how it has progressed over the last six months? And he cut it off because he needed a biopsy because he was concerned about the development of this lesion. So that way, you, you take control on your side of the uh, responsibility, but mm-hmm. you, you should use this technology together with the clinician. But over time, and end of the day, I think that's what digital health really comes in. It is going to make healthcare more cost-effective, hopefully relieving some resources for the clinicians and the dermatologists. 
Yeah, John, I love that. You know, and it goes back to that, you know, so so the doctor sees you for 15 minutes, but you you live in your own skin. And so, you know, exactly. If you, yeah. if you can show up to to your 15 minute appointment, I don't know, is that is it the same in Denmark? Like do, do, are the appointments short? Are they I would I would say they're more optimized. I, I say normally between five to eight minutes per patient because yeah. we have national healthcare systems in Denmark gotcha. and, and that's same extremely issue. optimized. Yeah. Same, same issue. Same, same challenge. And and so now you're showing up and you're educating your physician so that they could better help you. And and yeah. I think that's uh that's a powerful thing. And maybe even something that, you know, you, you think about healthcare, you really have to think about where the money flows. And who cares? And I, and you know, from my perspective, and I'd love to hear from you, John, it seems like it's something that, you know, insurance companies and, and in the case of Denmark, the government, employers, right? People footing the bill want to maybe support. So who pays for this? And, you know, how does it all work? Yeah. Currently, the uh, the most success we have had is mm-hmm. two sides. Here we have a technology that the consumer, the patient can download themselves in order to educate themselves and create their own awareness. Mm-hmm. Because basically, if you're re- living in a, in a, you know that you live with a skin cancer risk, you might have taken too much, uh, using tanning beds in your youth, have, have you, you're blonde, have already a lot of molds on your skin. So you have, are in the high risk of developing skin cancer. Remember, one in five will develop skin cancer during their life. So these people, they find us and they are basically buying the, the premium version of the, the product where the most advanced features in it. But at the same time, in in October, November, we launched the MySkin Pro version where mm-hmm. professionals and clinicians now, because they want to in, engage with their patient on a more structured level based on the patient data. So they actually have technology where they can share these images in between clinician and the patient. So that it's basically okay. a two-sided payer model, either the patient themselves or the clinics or hospitals that gives this to their patients so they have a better support for for the clinical outcome, uh, clinical decision making they need to do. Got it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, John. Appreciate you highlighting that. And, you know, we we're moving away. And for those that aren't, you know, you if you're not thinking about how to move your practice, your business away from just those small points of care with platforms like MySkin, you're going to get left behind. You know, there are a lot of companies now focused like my skin on helping bridge that gap between appointments, you know, and it's not just with chronic conditions, it's across the board. And so think about it, get some inspiration from John and, and, and the work he's doing for how you could get your game up. If you're in dermatology, maybe this is the, the app for you and, and your patients or your system. So as you have built the company, John, what's been one of your biggest setbacks and, and a key learning that you got out of that? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the biggest setback is like Corona situation has been challenging for all of us. But I think one of our challenges, I would say, has been kind of focusing on a, a market because analyzing the healthcare stakeholders in, in each market is a complexity. Now we are extremely focused on the U.S., uh, we have been approved and, and been clinically validated to be a part of NHS App Store in the UK, which is the national healthcare system. A lot of traction from the patients in the US now, and now we have more and more traction from US providers. So dermatologists, cancer centers, and hospitals have been reaching out to us because end of the day, 
They said, yeah, if you have had a patient and you know you've, you have maybe treated them for skin cancer, you know, end of the day, when they leave the hospital, they're still in the high risk of skin cancer. So I think one of the, the hardest challenges in healthcare is analyzing the stakeholder environment and mm-hmm. the payer system. And we are slowly tapping into this. And we haven't even looked at how insurance companies and health insurers are, I would say, influencing this whole uh, system but have been uh, focused on the two key important stakeholders, the patient and the clinician, because this is where the majority of the value is is brought into these two stakeholders. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that, John. And yeah, so there's there's opportunity here. You know, it sounds like you guys are are starting to get some really great traction in the States uh, here in the U.S. So kudos to you guys. I mean, any any opportunity to elevate the level of care for all is always appreciated. And so as you consider some of the milestones or things that you've done, what, what, what are you most excited about today? I'm excited that we've helped people all over the world. It's always, it, it's not, it's always affecting you when people come back and say how much support they've got from our technology. We currently, I think we have approximately 600,000 downloads from patients all over the world. Uh, We have approximately 160 hospitals and clinics that recommend our product to their patients in between the the clinical uh, face-to-face consultations. So I'm extremely proud of that. And I I think now we're basically also building the provider network up in the U.S. And and, and that is a challenge, but extremely exciting job we are doing currently and and, and gets a lot of traction right now. Yeah, that's really exciting. And it's not easy to do. So kudos for the for the growth and the and the downloads. I mean, that's <laughs> just that's just fantastic, John. I'm sure your team, when the patient stories come in, they're probably just like, wow, we're, this is great. Let's keep going, right? It is. I think it's especially you hear these stories from frustrated patients that use this technology proactively with that, with respect to their own health. But also I think one of the I'll say the largest wins, so to speak, or at least the big surprise is that the providers, the doctors, they they are so supportive to this. And I think one of the key things here is because we're basically not trying to take up any more of their time. We actually want the patient to use the time within their own health care and manage this themselves. And then when time is, share this with, share their findings, share their observations with well-documented information of images taken over time so you can see how development on the skin has has changed. I think that's so great, John. Well, listen, um, we're certainly excited for the platform and, and what you guys are, are enabling for health of people as far as their skin goes. Why don't you leave us with the closing thought and and just give the listeners the best place that they could learn more about you and the company? Thank you. I think go to myskin.com and myskin spelled M-I-I-S-K-I-N.com. And you can read from a provider perspective or you can read about us from a patient consumer perspective and see the amazing AI and machine learning capabilities that we provided to this technology so, so people can use this at home. Thank you very much. Outstanding. Thank you, John. And certainly looking forward to keeping up with you guys as you grow here in the States. Thank you. Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, no podcast, no problem. Launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks. Most people 
hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network. But you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90% of shows discontinue after five episodes. We've got the expertise, the elbow grease, and you're back on this one. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.